Welcome to the Revolution of You podcast, hosted by Casey Dittmer, an award-winning creative entrepreneur, international speaker, wife, and mother who is passionate about igniting a revolution of evolution. On this podcast, she'll be throwing grenades with refreshing, unfiltered conversations that are raw and nothing short of life-changing. So buckle up, Buttercup, because nothing is off limits here. We'll be exploring life, business, shaking up old beliefs, and having the needed conversations that will empower you to grow into the best version of yourself. Are you ready? Hey, um, welcome to the Hot Mess Express. I am your unfortunate conductor for today. I have worked really hard on topics and structuring the topics and making sure that the content is curated and methodical. And that's not what you're getting today. The whole premise of this podcast was grow through uncomfortable conversations. And that's what I want to do today. And trust me, it's super uncomfortable. There's a level of vulnerability that I think is necessary for this podcast to be what I want it to be. And so I knew it was going to get to points that I kind of fought the process or I tried to avoid what I really wanted to do with this podcast. And I guess I didn't know that we were going to jump in this early, but I guess when the time is right, the time is right. I want to talk about weakness. I have a core trigger of not feeling or being perceived as weak. Why did this all come to head right now? Like, why are, why are we talking about this right now? I have had a really hard week, nine, 10 days, where I've just been feeling really depressed, detached. I don't know. It just, we call it like a funk or a groove, but I was just really struggling and went to therapy. I mean, I'm I'm honest about that. I go every week, but my husband and I go together once a month to just touch base and to grow together and stay connected and and work on that. And we were talking about the fact that I've been in this funk, but it's not a big deal. And, you know, we're diving into it. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I was feeling like I was in control, that I had my hot mess somewhat packaged up, bundled up better. And I'm not going to bore you with like the whole flow of context and, and how we got there, but essentially it came down to, I'm just feeling overwhelmed, defeated, a complete lack of control over all my aspects of life, whether it be my, my main business my new prospects and projects like the summit and the podcast, my family, my kids, my marriage, my uh, 
down to even like the housework in my house. I just was in this tailspin of I have no control. I'm not getting anything done. My to-do lists are not getting smaller. They're growing when I pay attention to one thing. The other things grow. And it as I'm talking to my therapist and my husband, it, I'm just like word vomiting and I'm getting really emotional. I mean, I'm getting emotional now thinking about it because it puts me, I'm still, I mean, this is fresh. I'm in this right now. This isn't me talking about some theory or sometimes you're going to feel this way. I'm, I'm talking about how I'm feeling right now. It is really frustrating to readjust your life, your priorities, and find out that sometimes you can't have what you want when you want it or how you perceived you wanted it just because that's the way it works. I built my business by pouring 100% into that one bucket, my business, my career. When I had a life adjustment to reprioritize my family, my marriage, other dreams, other things, I didn't think about the fact that I was taking that 100% of me and now dividing it among other buckets. And I'm getting frustrated because I can't seem to shift from why I can't have all the things that I had or the same quickness and progress now that I'm dividing my energy. And I think that there's a lot of us who are in that same boat, who we want to do these big things. I've got these big fucking things on my mind and on my list. And it's so hard to even get started because I'm like in this spin. I just, I'm bumping around from thing to thing to thing because I can't seem to devote enough energy to each of the things to make progress. Now, I know that there's a way. I just haven't found that yet. And that's giving me this massive feeling of loss of control. I I can't seem to get it under control. And the workaholic in me would typically just work the problem harder, right? Just dive into it. More work, more work. But that's not who I am anymore. And so then what do I do? I don't have tools to work the problem or to push through while also respecting and honoring the boundaries and the new guidelines that I have for my life that have brought me so much happiness. And I'm so thankful for the readjustment. But we can't sit there and bullshit ourselves that it's not really hard, especially for those of us who are driven and have aspirations. Like, How do we marry that, those two sides? I'm asking, tell me, tell me, I'm looking for answers. And as we're having this conversation and I'm in full meltdown at this point, and my therapist, my husband, they're, they're being supportive and they're, they're not saying that I can't have it all in like a put down or boundary or put me in a box. They're trying to assure me that you can't have it all at the same time, but that doesn't mean that it's not possible. You know, they're doing their best <laughs> to calm the crazy because I'm full crazy town at this point. And it's, I can feel myself getting mad 
and just shutting down and putting up those walls because those inner triggers that I have are just like the alarms are going off, right? I've been working with this therapist for almost two years now. We're really a good match. I'm very comfortable. I have no problem being vulnerable and and doing the work and working together. And this was the first time that I was mad. And I couldn't figure out why I had this response and why instead of listening to what they're saying and and understanding it and trying to go into a logical place of, okay, things are going to get better. I just was imploding even more. And at one point, I even somewhat lashed out at her and just stopped the whole thing and said, look, you don't understand. My therapist owns the practice that she is at and is doing big and amazing things on her own. But for me in that moment to be having a conversation of the inadequacies that I'm feeling in my business life, in my personal life, the worry and the concerns that that brings, because, hey, let's be honest, you have a level of responsibility financially and just in general, realistically with the business, you, it has to maintain a certain level, right? Or it's not going to be functional. So I'm, I'm voicing these concerns. We're talking about all this, but I'm talking about it in front of another business owner. And that fucking sucked. It was so hard to admit that I was having a moment of weakness that I couldn't find my way out of this bucket right now, that I am still lost in this black hole trying to figure my way out. After all this work, and I was feeling so good about where I was at, it was like this massive step backwards. I still feel this way. I thought I had it better. I thought I was better. I thought that I was more in control. And then I have this crashing down moment. And I was so mad that I was feeling so vulnerable and insecure in front of another business Owner, it didn't, I mean, I know that she's there as my therapist, but to me in my brain, that is not what was happening. I was like, my husband and this other business owner are sitting here and I have, I am laying flayed open with all the ugly and insecurity and weakness showing. And it made me so fucking mad. I'm still mad. And what it did is it flipped me to fight mode. Fuck you both. I can have it all. I can do this. I can do this. And I'm going to do it by myself. Unhealthy response. But normal for me in my history of how I operate. I don't like feeling weak. I don't like feeling like I can't do it. That I can't fucking figure it out on my own. It just sucks. And as we're talking about this and I'm crying and I'm getting more mad because I'm just, it, I just am feeling weaker and weaker and I'm telling myself this story. I'm creating this narrative in my brain of what they're thinking of me, which, you know, that's always a positive thing when you pretend you know what someone else is thinking. And, and we started talking about why weakness was just a huge trigger for me in that moment, which we've known that from past conversations because it makes me vulnerable because it puts me at risk and it puts me in danger is how I feel. 
because I've worked so fucking hard to play the part of someone who's got their shit under control. I'm a strong business owner. I'm an industry leader. I'm creating all these things. And it's a fucking smoke and mirrors for the day-to-day ugly that sometimes creeps in. And I think so many of us feel that. All of us feel that. But specifically, ladies, it's really fucking hard because it's not allowed. You know, when a, a guy shows vulnerability, that's strong, right? Man, you're strong for being able to tap into that vulnerability and admit your weaknesses and, and work through that. We, we herald that in men, right? That they're pushing through that. But women, if we show our vulnerability and weakness, it's not allowed. Get your shit together. See, you are weak. Instead of heralding them in the same way of, look, you're admitting that you're having this moment. Maybe you need help. Maybe you just need to vent and blow off some steam. But we're not allowed to do that. And so it bottles and it bottles and bottles. And it becomes so fucking isolating because you don't know what to do with it. It's overwhelming and it shuts us down. And I just want to start the conversation that it's normal. That I'm not the only one on this crazy town train that is trying to do big things and has moments when we think there's no fucking way it's going to happen. And that the terrifying fear of someone finding out that I have weakness is paralyzing. And that's okay. It's part of it, right? I don't have the answers, clearly. I warned you, welcome to crazy town today. But maybe if it becomes more common of a conversation, that even the strongest of us have weak moments, that we can't do it all at the same time. And then that's okay. doesn't mean that we can't do it. It just means we got to figure out a path of what's priority one and go from there. That it doesn't make me a hypocrite when I'm trying to create this powerhouse summit. Literally, the name is powerhouse summit. And I feel powerless over what's happening right now. But it's temporary. And that maybe together, we can find a way to create new tools. It's never going to go away. Because those of us who are trying to do big things, trying to do multiple things, have 17 different to-do lists. We're always going to find moments of feeling overwhelmed and incapable insecure. In fact, when I think about it, (laughs) I feel like if you're trying to do all those things and you don't have moments of insecurity and weakness and 
freaking the fuck out, I'm a little concerned for you because there's some kind of disconnect detachment that you're feeling that way, but you're burying that shit so far down that like it's going to be like a Krakatoa situation at some point. Being vulnerable takes courage. I'm telling myself that right now, so I'm going to repeat it. That being vulnerable takes courage. That being truly authentic means showing the good and the ugly. Because we all have it. We're just not fucking talking about it. And that was the whole point of this podcast, right? Is that I was sick and tired of us avoiding these conversations that need to happen. And that these illusions that we're seeing on social media and on our Facebook posts and on TV shows and all this illusion of unicorns and rainbows and that only the strong people who can just buck up and do it are the ones who find success or move forward or do big things. It's a lie. That they are editing out what it truly takes to push through and to find your success, to define your success. That's what we were supposed to talk about today was defining your success. I can't right now. I can't authentically talk to you about that when I know I've taught it so many times around the country, but for me to sit down and say, hey, look, this is what you need to do would have been so inauthentic because that's not where I'm at today. I am doing good to get out of bed, put my shoes on and go into the office just to do the daily. Nothing more. And I'm doing good to accept that that is okay. That today's not the day. Maybe even this week is not the week to do big things. My big thing is just maintaining today, this week. And live to fight the big fights, maybe next week. And that that's okay. (laughs) That doesn't mean that I failed. Or that I'm going to fail, whatever that may mean. It just means that the weight of everything is a little bit much right now. And then that's okay. How can it not? I went from trying to pour 100% of me into one bucket into dividing it amongst like nine buckets It's going to take some time to figure out the proper sorting. So maybe you have some suggestions or ways that you work through these moments. Share them with us. We would love to hear what you do to overcome these moments and to push through. But most importantly, I just want you to know that you're not alone and that you're not crazy and that truly feeling weak does not make you weak. 
It just means that we all have a limit. And maybe you've reached your capacity for a bit. And that forcing that forward is going to do more damage. And that being able to call a timeout and to lean on the people around us is scary. I don't like asking for help. I don't like admitting when I need somebody else to help me. It makes me nauseous. It's another form of vulnerability. Like, a, like I'm compromised. But I'm trying to learn to see that as actually a strength. That I have these really amazing people around me. Sorry, my nose is running because I'm a crazy crier today. That I have these amazing people around me and it's actually ridiculous to not lean on them. And that if I want to actually cut it down to true weakness, true weakness would be so ego driven and so caught up in myself that I can't lean on those people that I can't say, look, I just need, I just need you in this moment. These are the things that I'm trying to change in me. Okay, I'm at a mental low right now. And yes, it frustrates me. I got shit to do. I don't have time for this. But I need to allow myself grace in this. It's where I am right now. And this is part of my growth and my reset. Was I expecting it to happen right now? No. Did I think that I was more put together than what this moment showed me? Yes. But how am I going to fix things? How am I going to grow if I didn't know that this box was in there? So here it is, uncorked, all over the closet. But I'm working through it. Vulnerability. It's not a weakness. It's a courage. It is an act of courage to admit it, to lean into it, and to sit in it. To not immediately feel the vulnerability happen and want to close it up, protect yourself, and put your shield up. To sit in it and allow it to ruminate for a minute. And to allow the true growth that takes place when you're open. It's scary shit. But that's where I'm at. So, yeah. That's what you're, that's what you're going to get on this podcast. These random visits to crazy town. But hopefully uh, it makes you feel better that there's, there's lots of us who like to visit crazy town once in a while. As long as we're trying to do the work to make those visits fewer, less explosive, less damaging. And if we could learn a little bit along the way, great. Look, like I'm like I'm shaking. Like because in my head as I'm talking to you, I'm having the conversation with myself of am I actually going to allow this out into the world? 
I think so. I think the thought of it helping might just override that fear. But we'll see. So good luck on your journey this week. And uh, we'll reconvene on how this ends for me. Thanks. Thanks for listening. I needed it. It It's good to talk to some friends. Bye. Thank you for joining the revolution. Don't miss any future episodes by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to become an agent of the revolution at revolutionofyou.net for exclusive content and to submit your questions and ideas for discussion. We would greatly appreciate you rating us and sharing with others who could benefit from joining the conversation. Thanks for tuning in. Talk soon.